0: In the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus.
1: Yes! Hey everybody, welcome to SpongeBob Binge Pants. I'm Hector. So happy that you're here. So happy that you're back because today we've got a very special episode for you. It is part two of the classic Nickelodeon animation podcast episode where I got to sit down with supervising producers and showrunners Vincent Waller and Mark Ceccarelli. This was an awesome conversation. We've got part two lined up for you today. And if Frankie and I had a chance to talk with these guys today, I'm sure that we would ask, hey, how has the SpongeBob universe changed in the past couple years? And now where do you see the future of the franchises I'm sure, it would be awesome. So, fingers crossed, hopefully, we get to chat with Mark and Vince again. And I just want to take a quick second on behalf of myself. Frankie, everybody who works behind the scenes on Spongebob Binge Pants, we love doing the show and we so appreciate you, our listeners. You guys are awesome. Thank you so, so much for listening. Get excited about 2022. Happy New Year, everybody, because we have got some awesome interviews lined up. These are just some of the incredible people we had a chance to talk to. We've got longtime Spongebob writer and local madman Kaz on the show, as well as The voice of Mrs. Puff, Frankie's favorite character, the amazing Mary Jo Catlett, and the voice of everyone's favorite grump himself, Squidward, Roger Bumpus, is on the show. Plus, many, many, many more. So, get excited about 2022. Tell your friends. Keep letting us know what you like, who you want to see on the show, and we will try to make it happen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please enjoy the rest of the interview with Mark Ciccarelli and Vincent Waller. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. How long, typically, is this script for an 11-minute episode? How long is that? How many pages?
0: Um, We're shooting for 13. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) When we started on season 9, a different writing crew, Uh, I was whipping with a bullwhip and not able to get them below 25 another reason why it's good that cartoonists are writing um but now they're around 13 pages and some uh, someone will take the outline they'll go off and they'll flesh it out and they come back in with the first draft and then again we sit in the big room wow. and and flip through page by page and it's like page one anybody notes notes and you know about half the time it's you know Illiteracy notes. Yeah, it's like this. ewer is not the right ewer for this. Um, but uh, it's also just you know I don't understand this piece. Can you explain that to Or right, Can right. we come up with something better? Um, and uh, you know you, you know you're uh, on the right line uh, on the right line if if you get chikarelied at least once during that. During <laughs> which is uh, uh, Mark gives notes in a very funny way.
1: And what what way is that? What is that?
0: Well,
2: it's like. <laughs> it's a little
1: pointed. It's, it's a little it's, pointed. It's,
0: it's pointed, but it's, it's pointed. Ha ha! It's not pointed to yeah, actually demean yeah. you or make you feel bad. Yeah. But it definitely, if you weren't, if you weren't of good humor, you'd be going,
1: "Why does this guy hate me?" <laughs> yeah. But
0: that's not what it's about. He's really doing it out of love.
1: Today's first lesson will be on turning.
0: Twenty-four. Hey, Patrick. What? I thought of something funnier than twenty four.
1: Let me hear it. Twenty five. <laughs> What happens when the script is ready? What's next?
0: Then we uh, pick which storyboard artist we think uh, of, of the the four we have working with us, which one would, it would lean towards their strengths. Or sometimes it's just a time issue. It's like, who has one? Who needs one? There. But uh, we prefer it if we can lean it towards, like, I would really like to see how Brian does this or how Fred does this or how John
1: does that um what are some of those strengths specifically what are some things that you're like okay this this episode has a lot of visual gags so
0: kelly armstrong uh you know who was an animator on ren and stimpy is now doing boards for us um she is extremely visual she you will you know send her off a thing and she will send you back stuff with emphasis on places of the action that you would have gone, oh my God, I would have never thought to, to juggle hamburgers on SpongeBob's butt <laughs> and mirth them to the music. And she just does these things that just, they're exciting for other cartoonists to see cool. and go, yes, I would like to work on that. Please give this yeah. here and I will make this sing.
1: <laughs> Has there ever been a point where a story gets up to that point, to the script being done, about to be handed off, where you guys go, you know what, this isn't really working, trash it? Very rarely, but that happens. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No, yeah. It can happen. Yeah. Wow! Very we were told rarely, the other day bro.
0: we we can do up to three a year,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 which we've never
0: we, we haven't. haven't hit. We yeah. haven't.
1: Wow! For, you um, guys can reject up to three. This is kind of budget wise. Budget wise, yeah. We can we wow. can eat
0: three scripts if we decide that they're not going the way we want them
1: to go at the end. Has there been like drastic enough changes to make something work when maybe it wasn't, or was if something it works, you know it from the beginning and then it goes all the way through.
0: It's a lot of that. We yeah. we haven't had a. I don't I don't have any epiphany moments that are jumping into <laughs> my yeah. head to go.
1: And then we did this, and it became stellar. Yeah. <laughs> um, the epiphany happens at the beginning with like you know yeah. you guys in the room. Yeah, and then, ideas. You know, yeah. And
0: then all along the way, like when we get the stuff back from our board artists, mm-hmm. you know, you're just like, I would have never thought he was going to do it that way, but yeah. I'm so glad he did. It's. Um, and and as far as the collaborative effort, that goes all the way through because after the uh, the storyboard is done, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they pitch it to us and um, we give notes on that. But we don't actually expect them to attack those. Those are stuff we're going to do from that point forward. We take it and then uh, do our, our notes on it. And then it goes basically – then we record it and then we build an animatic of it. Mm-hmm. And we all sit – same writers in the room going over it, how to make this funnier, come up with gags for it. Wow. Um,
1: and then do re-records if uh-huh. we need if yeah. need be if
0: we need to. Wow. Um, but then it, uh, after we've done our plussing with the animatic, building the animatic, then we uh, we give it to what we call the plussing crew, mm-hmm. which we have uh, three. Is uh, run by uh, Adam Poloian, uh, Sherm Cohen and David Cunningham. Dave. And and Dave, yes, <laughs> and Dave Cunningham. And they're they're also amazing crews, and they have. I I wouldn't. Yeah, actually, it's carte blanche. We we give it to them and say anything you can think of to plus this and make it better within the time frame we have. But at that point, if they come up with gags or anything, they 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 can put those in. They may not make it through. That's mm-hmm. you know nobody can be precious about their work here because, yeah. you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Time constraints, we'll we'll take a gag out or put a gag in depending on how good it is. But it just stays collaborative all the way through. And after they've done it, we build another animatic with the finished product from there. Mm-hmm. And do the same process again, where we look at it, how can we plus it even further?
2: Touching on something that he said, that's something you have to learn, I found, really early in, in this industry, is you can't be precious about any ideas. One of the best things, I think, about television animation is the schedules, is yeah. is you have to have it done uh, quickly, and the turnover rate to the next idea is, is so quick. Like, if you're working on a movie, you know... Um, I, I worked a little bit on the uh, at the beginning on this Sponge the SpongeBob Two movie, yeah, yeah. Uh, before I went over to Uncle Grandpa, and uh, you work a scene, and then you work you work it again, and yeah. it's just it's just such a slow process of of keep you keep working it, and you know, and then somebody else will work it, and then somebody else will work it, and and by the time the film was done, you know, I had like maybe. Like thirty seconds of gags yeah. left in the in <laughs> the thing because I didn't stick around. Sure, you know yeah. it just gets all like worked and I, out. And I worked the, on the whole thing, and I think I had thirty seconds of gags.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have a lot of people who work on SpongeBob that grew up with it? What is that like? What is, what? Our, almost our entire crew now <laughs> yeah. has, has grown up with it. I bet, yeah. Uh, what does that add to the dynamic? I mean, are people geeking out constantly? Uh, do, I, do they feel like they, they know? They're like, I know SpongeBob. Cause they I know. think
0: they do come with a whole set of they understand what makes this little guy and all of his friends tick. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, oddly, the the biggest change I would say, and it, it's it's great, is actually the the uh, the amount of women on our crew now. When I started in at uh, at Deke, if you were a woman in animation, they were going to politely escort you over to the color department and say, "Well, you can sit around here somewhere." Totally. And now we have we have women on our crew that draw SpongeBob way better than I'm ever going to draw <laughs> SpongeBob, and it's just it's refreshing to see, and it's you know it's a different outlook, and it's just you know it's nice that's awesome and we're not all you know not surrounded by nothing but stinky men
1: what exactly does that mean plus when you guys send it to the plus crew what do they do well i would say putting it on model but we don't
0: really put it on model we put it within the realm the parameters that it's supposed to be though it's not what the standard idea of what on model is, um, where we count how many grooves are going down the side of SpongeBob. <laughs> okay, that's five grooves on this side, five on this, four mm-hmm. on the top. Mm-hmm. The he's hole got, goes here. He's got the bigger the, hole, then the smaller right. hole
1: here, then one bigger hole here. Yeah. and the, yeah, Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. About <laughs> half the time, the boards we send don't even have holes. Wow. Indicated, or belts sometimes. That's very But impressive. it's all about the acting and the, the physical thing that's happening. But they basically make it more solid. They make sure the perspective is all true and the way we want it, whether it's true or not. Sometimes we want not true perspective. And it's just more finished product. And then, uh, like I said, then we take it and goes back into animatic room and we even punch up the gags a little bit more and then when that's been decided that this is the final thing it goes to our timers and they take and they translate all that movement in the storyboard into x sheets which is if you don't know an exposure sheet (laughs) is about a foot and a half long and it's got a whole lot of little lines on it and each line on it represents a frame of film and by making Pencil drawings and little words on them, you can tell people how many frames you want SpongeBob to raise his arm in, whether you want it to slow in at the end or come in
1: fast. This is—that's—I don't—I can't—I can't—I don't have the brain for that. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. The timing has always been something yeah. that's incredibly impressive. So once it's been timed out, then— uh, then uh, at the same time, it's while that's been going on, we've been
0: doing designs for the show. Any special characters, you know, like Patrick Old or you know SpongeBob Old, SpongeBob with new, the beard. New costumes and new stuff. costumes. Yeah. Um, BGS are designed and painted. And that's all while the the timing is going on. So hopefully by the time that the timing is done and all the BGs and all the design elements are done, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. St- we pack it all up into a nice package and we send it off to rough draft Korea.
2: That's and crazy. those guys have been; those guys are, are the most amazing draftsmen. They're they're so good, and they've been doing the show guys for so long. Guys and gals, yeah. yeah, guys and <laughs> gals, yeah, for yeah. years. They've yeah. been doing it for years. They've yeah. been doing it for years. So so we've gotten to the point on the show where we can be a little looser in the boards that we send them because they know how to put all the ridges in and where the, the holes go and all that stuff. Yeah, so and cool. they
0: they seem kind of excited about the new way we're doing it. For a little while, SpongeBob did get a little on-model focused, and when Mark and I took over, we definitely were pushing away from that and going, we're going to go back to cartoonier, sillier acting and less mm-hmm. focus on that. And I think it is actually excited. It, I know it's excited our crew here, even though it's, it's, it's more work because it's a lot more drawings. Um, the final product you get to be really proud of it, yeah and, and I think in Korea it's the same way at rough draft Korea they you know for years they were working on spongebob and when they would be standing at a bar and someone says what are you working on They the you know, thing called spongebob nobody knew it mm-hmm. but now they actually when they're out they get to get the same thing we get which is
1: <laughs> you work on spongebob <laughs> So it's animated, yeah. then shipped back to you guys, yes. and then it's not quite done. Has the music been worked on at this point yet, or um, does, is that, does that come in that now comes, at this that point? That comes
0: in after, unless specifically, like, you know, there are certain, certain episodes that have had music built in from the beginning, like uh, Mimic Madness mm-hmm. had a song by Doug Lawrence and uh, then composed uh, or orchestrated by or arranged by Evan Schleiter.
2: But mm-hmm. well, there's a dance sequence, yeah. like in uh, Sharks versus Pods, we had a piece of music that that was actually time too
0: but generally it's when we get the film back we will uh we'll have nick carr in and go through a go through an episode and you know uh mark and i and actually mark's great because he has all he's got music reference library in his head because he he eats music (laughs) like it's candy so music and sound effects is happening at the same time we send it off to our, our our good man jeff and then uh he sends us back basically the show with a ton of sound effects on it and we'll watch it through listening to it and sometimes we'll ask for something else or something specific or say more of this or less of
2: that um we and, do the same with the music too yeah. he'll yeah. he'll give us a his pass on the music and then yeah. we'll go through it and you know usually it, it usually sort of, it works yeah but, yeah, yeah
0: every once works. in a while we'll have something that's like oh this is not quite hitting the mood we were wanting so can we hit it again with something more like this
1: gotcha and, gotcha
0: and again nobody's precious with their work everybody's like Yay, let's
1: yeah. do it. I've got forty and, other more cartoons right. of this to do, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and sometimes Nick, you know, he'll really surprise us. It's uh on mall Girl Pearl. Uh he did the the beginning of mall Girl Pearl where he actually had his wife sing uh it's kind of a ya ya song <laughs> beginning and had his wife sing that and it's great. Yeah. I was, I was really
1: pleased with it. That is so cool. So you guys have been doing SpongeBob for years we're at over 200 episodes yep. and counting how do you guys keep it fresh that's what the hard you,
2: part that's the hard part we try not to repeat ourselves mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. but it's you know it's impossible not to when you've done that many uh, and it's sort of a contained world we we don't try and worry about that as much we mm-hmm. just try and and like like really get behind the ideas that we're we're doing and we try and make them as good as we can and a lot of times the fans will be the ones that will point out <laughs> later on, oh that was kind of like that episode. It's a little like 703 <laughs> and that one's a little bit like, it's like so too and it's like, <laughs> but it's a little piece of each of them but I
0: think they did this one better it's just.
2: <laughs> yeah. So That's we just incredible. we just try and like like be as pure with sure. the and, and true to the ideas in the moment and not really worry as much about all that because even if it reflects or, or seems similar to an idea we're probably going to hit it from a different angle yeah. and it's probably going to be a different
1: uh, take on that. Totally, we're all a little bit older, a little bit wiser. So you guys are talking about you know living in that moment, focusing on that story, and not thinking so much about the past. Are you guys thinking about the future? What do you guys see as the future for SpongeBob SquarePants? Pants. it's so
2: funny like <laughs> like every couple of months i, I get a, a sort of a, a small crisis where i'm like oh my god oh my gosh there's there's no more ideas that we can come up with we've done it all well it's dry and and it's so weird like we always come up with something new it's yeah. just like it's like the 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 deadlines the pressure they force us to to come up with something well i and, think
1: that's yeah that's a and testament sometimes
2: life presents
0: you know ideas. You know, something course. actually happens to you and you can work it into the story. <laughs> Yay.
2: I have so many features, it makes it hard to tell. I don't know
1: what my first name is, but my face is bell Who am I? 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 Hello. What would your advice be to your young self when you were just starting out in animation? Um, just,
2: you know, just stick with it, stick with the thing that you want to do, because eventually if you, if you stick with it long enough, it'll ha- that, at least in my life, that's, yeah. that's how it worked out. You know, I didn't get into animation until I was in my late thirties. So when I finally got into it, you know, it, it, it all sort of blossomed. It was but definitely ready. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you, you know, you really have to kind of like, like really just stick in there and it's, it can be tough. You know, because you may not be getting a lot of traction, but if you stick with it long enough, it you know it becomes part of you, and yep. you, you actually like start to project it, and people can read that. And you know, you also get the skills. I mean, that's the other thing is yeah. you have to put a lot, a lot. Yeah, that's something so. I discovered is <laughs> is you know, you you get better. When you draw forty hours a day, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the main advice I give: is I
0: pencil hours, draw, 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 draw. Yeah, um, one rule that uh, you know, I when I was, a kid, I tell people to avoid. It's like see the people you like, draw what they're doing, figure out what they're doing. See, when I was when I was a teenager, I thought that was cheating, so I didn't draw other people's work, and that set me back about eight years <laughs> with not learning how to draw a thigh from that angle or whatever. Yeah, because I thought I was being true to my art. Um, don't be true to your art. Go and study everybody else's, and then your art will pile on top of theirs. Don't get focused on one guy and just draw like Wally would, but draw like everybody that you love and figure out what they're doing. And the next and biggest note is don't be a jerk. I don't care how well you draw. I don't care how funny you are. If you are a jerk to the people around you in this communal process people will stop calling
1: you
2: because it is a very small tight community yeah Yeah, totally and it's all about the the uh the relationships you make that's how you keep moving forward is uh, you know Mm -hmm. all all my jobs in animation have come uh through recommendations i haven't really had to like go cold and you know try out i mean that might have happened a few times in the beginning but once you get in you make good relationships you do good work people Try to get you on their production.
1: Try to get you on their production. (laughs) Because they like you and they want (laughs) to hang out and keep working with you. They know you're good and easy to work with. Exactly. Thank you guys so much, Mark and Vincent, for coming in. This was fantastic. And uh, on behalf of all of the fans of SpongeBob, thank you so much. And we cannot wait to see more stuff. Thank you. It's coming. Well, that was our conversation with some of the brains behind the sponge. Huge thanks to Vince and Mark for coming in and sharing some of their time and their stories. There's nothing I love more than learning about SpongeBob himself. I feel like he's a close personal friend. So huge thanks to Vince and Mark. You're not going to want to miss an episode of the Nickelodeon Animation Podcast. So please come back, visit us next week on nickanimationpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts for more episodes and tons of bonus content. Thanks to the awesome crew who puts this podcast together. This podcast is produced by by Jonathan Highlander, Dana Vasquez-Eberhardt, Kelly Smith, Andrew Huber. Original music by Useful Creatures. This week's episode edited by Josh Caldwell, Jonathan Highlander. All of the incredible social media for our podcast is made by Narbe Manassians, Sammy Armature, David Watson. And thanks to the man who works at control and makes me sound better than I have a right to, Manny Grava. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Nickelodeon Animation Podcast and keep watching cartoons.
0: Exclusively on Paramount Plus. Get ready Vamonos! to explore like never before.
1: Swiper knows swiping? swiping. Oh me.
0: Swing into action.
1: We need your help! Woo-hoo! Yay!
0: With a girl who put adventure
2: <laughs>
0: on the map. I don't think I can do it, Dora. I'll protect you, Boots. Together, we got this. Todos juntos! Yeah! Dora, the brand new series, stream with your family now exclusively on Paramount Plus.